Good morning, Simon. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, so, Jill, you had a few things you um you had on your list that you wanted to yeah. Adam, well, well, look, I um you know I was you know quite fascinated to see what the results were from the Sydney Royal Show just at the very end of last year, and um. Oh God, I can't believe it's 2022 already. And uh, it just seemed that um, Sutton Grange uh, did extremely well with one of their particular wines, the 2018 Syrah, which I have not had the privilege of drying yet. And uh, I called Adam and uh, and we had a good chat and I was asking him, you know, how I'd be able to uh, potentially access it in Queensland. It's not it's not so easy. So, um, Adam, we'll talk about that later. But um, so, uh, Adam, thank you for joining us. I did want to have a chat with you about these results. Because it's not just that you that you did well. You actually uh you actually picked up some extremely high awards. Um, I think the the equivalent of the Jimmy Watson Trophy, which which I guess anyone in the know in wine is a uh, is an absolute. It's a massive accolade. Uh, you won the equivalent of that. Um, so can you can you tell us a little bit about the three awards and about the 2018 Syrah itself? Yeah. So I guess at Sutton Grange. In central Victoria here, we do make two Syrah, so the Fairbank Syrah, as well as our Sutton Grange Estate Syrah. So it was that 2018 estate that did so well at the at the Royal Wine Show in Sydney. So I guess the you know first off, it, it was a recipient of a gold medal and 96 points. So we thought, oh, it's looking good. They've enjoyed mm. the wine. Um, but then we were given uh, a bit of a heads up that there was a trophy presentation uh, and that, yeah, that estate Shirah had been selected for a trophy. So we did know that there was an award coming, but I guess we weren't quite prepared for, yeah, it, it, it did actually bring in three trophies. So I guess first off... Um, it, it got the trophy for best Shiraz in show. And then on top of that, it, it, it got the Dr. Gilbert Phillips uh, trophy for best red wine. So I guess that's, yeah, that uh, Gilbert Phillips perpetual trophy, that's that's the equivalent of the Jimmy Watson mm, wine yeah. trophy for, for the Sydney, Sydney Royal Wine Show. And then, yeah, on top of all of that, we got the trophy for best small producer at that show so yeah three trophies oh, that was well congratulations quite... i'm just on the other uh, best small producer can i ask mm. um how much how much do you produce what what how do you how is that category uh categorized i guess yeah look we we are not a big winery or a big mm. vineyard we've got about 35 acres under vine so that turns into about 80 tons of grapes each vintage and you know that does that does change from year to year but you know on that national scale that does put us in a fairly sort of in that small producer bracket you know if you looked at someone like uh, a Penfolds or a Jacobs Creek or or, Mm. you know some of the other trophy recipients at Sydney Royal that yeah, that did well. They are, I guess, more in that sort of household brand name. Um, so yeah, we certainly sit a, a long way outside of that. So that's that's quite impressive. Then, if you you, know, you don't you're not a big producer yet. I, I did hear that uh, you're actually opening this particular 2018 Syrah on Sundays for people to taste. 
Is that right? Yes. Yeah, in about a little bit less than an hour, our cellar door will be open and, yeah, we've got people booked in. So we do a seated wine tasting on Sundays between 11 and 4. And, yeah, we do open that 2018 Syrah every Sunday so that guests can come and try. I guess we we do try and show our entire range. Sure. uh, And that includes that wine. So... Um, yeah, I guess with that 2018 marks the 20th year that those Syrah vines were planted. So for us, yes, it sounds like, oh, we got an early Christmas present and wasn't that fantastic, but it really was, you know, 20 years in the making. So it was, a, I guess, a combination of the foresight of our, our owner who planted the vines 20 years ago and yeah the our winemaker Mel who who made that wine well three and a bit coming up to four years ago now so, oh, wow. yeah <laughs> um she should be feeling pretty proud right now uh as I said an early Christmas present yeah <laughs> and huge yeah I guess there was quite a lot of emotion <laughs> that day when we when we found out the results so yeah fantastic results that is awesome. Well done. Um, and, of course, um, Melanie Chester has, has moved on to um, Giant Steps now. Um, she has, yeah. So have you guys got a new winemaker in place? We do. So, unfortunately, we can't. I have to hold ah. off for eight, eight more days before I make the announcement. <laughs> there you but go. We do, we we'll do get you back on the have. show in two weeks. <laughs> Look, we do. Melanie has been working with our team here to, I guess, to, this is a very busy time course, in the vineyard. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, there's a lot to do between now and vintage. This is sort of peak growing season where the canopy is coming on and, you know, we can see the fruit set that's, that's happened. So it is a really busy time to make sure that, you know, all of the trellising is ship-shaped, that, yeah, all of that work that was done over winter when when pruning took place, that, you know, that everything's just lined up and, you know, the vineyard's really tidy. There is, you know, it's really dried out here in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, two weeks ago there was still green grass everywhere, but, yeah, that's really changed in the last two weeks. So, you know, even though... <sighs> It looks like, oh, the vineyard's just looking after itself. You know, we're constantly checking moisture levels and thinking, oh, does that need a little drink? Does that need a little drink? Mm. So, yeah, this morning before Celador, I was, uh, we've got some young vines uh, that are only three years old. So, yeah, this morning I was getting the irrigation going on those. And, yeah, it's, uh, yeah Melanie's been make, making sure that we're still all on track for when our new winemaker starts in well, a couple of weeks. I bet yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the new winemaker would be sitting there going, well, I think I've got some pretty good fruit to be working with. Um, and some pretty big shoes to fill, but yes. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I think, you know, it, it, it's a real testament to our site here. Yeah. So I think you know, it really did prove that, you know, obviously planting a new vineyard is a huge investment, but I guess... You know, these results really did prove that, you know, it was a sound investment and certainly, yeah, that new winemaker that's coming in has has got that 
you know, as a starting point to think, well, yep, I can, you know, go forward and, and continue the tradition of, of great wine here. So, yeah, really, really in a, a really good position at the moment. So just quickly back on to the, the, the Syrah and being able to taste it, because I think yeah. it's very fortunate that some very lucky people for only $10 can come along and do a, a, a very large range tasting and taste that that best red wine. Um, do, do you have a lot of stock left of it? Did you find that once the results came out, people sort of jumped online and started buying it? Or We, we saw sales take off literally mm. overnight. And yeah, I thought so. So, yeah, we do online sales through our website. So if you go to suttongrange.com.au, you can order the wine direct. Um, so definitely we did see a lot of New South Wales orders flood in. That was the predominant, um, I guess, site of where those orders were coming from. Sure. Um, but, yeah, we certainly we, – we do also have a, um, a – uh, an agent that distributes our wine in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane. So they they were quick off the mark and did place quite large orders for that wine so that it could get into bottle shops, which mainly went into Sydney, um, but also quite a few restaurants as well. So I know Howard Smith Wharf in Brisbane, where if that's sort of the closest spot to you, Jill, they do have it there. Yes. Um, but, but, yeah, bottle shops less so in Queensland, unfortunately. But yes. that might be changing with the award. <laughs> oh, look, oh, absolutely. I'm sure it will. You mentioned one other restaurant in Brisbane that um, that, that has it. Uh, what was that one? It wasn't in the Howard Street um, Wolves. What was it? No, um, I'm just trying to think what it was. Oh, honestly, never mind. Matter, I'll, yeah. I'll actually go back and look at it because I am going to Brisbane today for lunch, and I, on the off chance, I might be able to get in there. That would that would be uh that would be sensational if I could give that a try. But look, at, at only sixty five dollars a bottle on your website, that's a, such a fantastic price for such a highly um, awarded wine. So I, I can't imagine you're going to have a lot, a lot of it left for long. How much? How much do you actually make, Adam? think we've oh. lost Adam on our uh, phone line there. So let me oh. just put, um, we'll just play one um, ad and we will uh, we'll get him back on the line. It's important to care for kids. Ever thought of fostering a child in need? Right now there are children in your community that need safe and loving homes. Lighthouse Foster Care are currently looking for long-term carers in the northern suburbs of Melbourne who can open their hearts and homes to children in need. With a 24-7 support team to help you every step of the way, a dedicated hub home offering regular respite, therapeutic care and connection to other carers in your area. Contact us today on 1800 542 273 or lighthousefostercare.org. Uh, we're back. And uh, now, have we got you back again, Adam? Yes, we do. Excellent. I, I had enough time to dredge my memory banks. Social Eating House in Broad Beach. That was the other spot where the estate in is in Queensland. Oh, sorry, can you say that one again? I just I didn't hear that. Yeah, it's Social Eating House in Broad Beach. That's 
That's it. Social Lady has in Broad Beach. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's actually a that is a sensational restaurant. I've been there a few times. The food's incredible, and and the wine list. So, uh, so yeah, you, you're definitely stocking in a good one there. Oh. I had some questions about the winery itself. Now you're you're a bit south of Bendigo. Um, you only your cellar door. You only open on Sundays. Is that right? Yeah. Look, previously, I guess. Um, Somehow in the midst of the pandemic, um, much earlier in 2021, we did we did manage to run about three months of lunches in conjunction with long grain restaurants. So we were operating Saturday and Sunday. So that was certainly yes. a great a great draw for us to have the restaurant here. Um, and at that stage, yet yeah, we were doing longer trading hours in the cellar door, but. We have, I guess, in the current climate of a little bit of uncertainty, we have sort of scaled that back to one day a week on Sundays. Right. Okay. It, it happens. I totally understand that. Um, mm. We would like to get down there. I haven't, I myself haven't actually been down to that specific area before. Simon, I, I'm assuming you have, being yeah. being, a, being a relative local. Um, what are, what are some of the other things that you would do down there? So just just say I was come down for a, a Saturday and a Sunday. Well, obviously I'd be starting with you on the Sunday. Where would I go? What would you suggest for for a restaurant for lunch? Yeah. Look, we are in a really big spot here. I guess. We like to say that, you know, although we're somewhat out on our own, we're really only half an hour from everywhere in central Victoria. So we're sort of half an hour from Bendigo, half an hour from Kyneton, uh, Castlemaine's even closer, and then, you know, a little bit further, sort of 45 minutes into Dalesford. So we really are in this wonderful spot sort of between the Macedon Ranges uh, and that Hepburn region and then... You know, in between that and that Bendigo region and also not far from Heathcote. So, yeah, it really is quite a special bit of country. Mm. And certainly the biggest, I guess, the biggest influence on where we are is Langdonook. So that's the traditional name for Mount Alexander. So we sit sort of about halfway down that mountain. It's this huge granite outcrop. So... um, just on the other side of the mountain, there's Harcourt. So the sort of the closest spot to lunch for us would be, yeah, would be Harcourt. So the Harcourt Produce and General Store, they do a great lunch there. And then you could sort of take a trip over the top of the mountain. It's, yeah, it really is quite spectacular. So, mm. yeah, the, the, we where we are, you, yeah, you're sort of half an hour from fantastic dining options in whether it's Kyneton, Castlemaine or Bendigo. Um, and then get yeah, lots to see in between. Yeah, perfect. Sounds like it'd be a very yeah. fun weekend. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You'd want to stay. You'd definitely want to stay at least Saturday night, maybe Friday, Saturday night. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the idea. I reckon it's a pretty easy yeah. drive too. It is. So yeah. from Melbourne, you're in Kyneton within an hour, um, or you know, we're we're about an hour and a half from Melbourne if you were coming straight to us. So. Yeah, it is quite a, a scenic drive up the Calder. You sort of go round Mount Macedon and then it does run quite flat until you come to Langanook, Langanook where the yeah, that granite outcrop sort of pushes up. So, yeah, spectacular country up there. 
What, what are some of the other varietals, obviously apart from Shiraz, which you must do incredibly, uh, are, are probably you know the, the most outstanding for your particular region? Yeah, I, th- I think it's really that granite soil that's the decider mm. for what for what works well. So yeah, what's been planted here really sort of revolved around you know what does well in granitic soil so that northern rhone where you know that's the i guess the home of shiraz or the the home of syrah that's you know that's Mm. shiraz and beyond country so that's what we have planted here Um, but then there is also another region in campania italy which has that um, decomposing granite so you know climatically quite quite distinct from uh, the northern Rhone, but yeah, again, that soil, that decomposing granite. Uh, in Campania, they grow Alianico and yes. Piano. So they're the two Italian varietals that we've got planted here that, that really thrive in these conditions. You know, they're late ripening, they love the hot weather, they don't mind if it's a little bit dry. So yeah, there's there's really quite a range of varietals that do well for us. I've actually got my eye on your 2017 Aglianico. I'm, I'm a big fan of that grape. Uh, it's, yeah. it's gorgeous. Yeah. And it's interesting that you're talking about your granite soils and the decomposed granite soils. And mm. uh, just a little bit earlier, we were talking about um, a, a, a Mavedra that I had last night, and it's from uh, Golden Grove, which is a lovely winery that produced beautiful, beautiful wines uh, in the granite belt in Queensland. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so they uh, and you do a Fiano as well. They are uh, Fiano uh, is Fiano is produced beautifully there and Tempranillo. So again, it's you know, the granite the granite soils are do such such beautiful work with that. I'm not sure if I've had Aglianicos from there, but uh, I think they probably do. Um, uh, yeah, it's, but but it's it's quite interesting. You know, such completely yeah, different I, regions, but it comes down to that granite. I think so. I, I have actually tried quite a few wines from around Stanthorpe. Um, up in that granite belt part of Queensland that, yeah, I I really enjoyed quite a few of them. So I I do think, yeah, the soil plays a real part in that. It absolutely does. And, look, you know, I'm I'm glad to hear that you have have enjoyed um, some of the wines from around there because they are really wonderful. And um, one of my main things is I definitely want to get uh, your wines more into Queensland so we can be enjoying them at at more restaurants and hopefully some bottle shops at some point. Yes. (laughs) Look, Adam, we have to wrap up here, but thank you so much for joining us on a Sunday morning. I know you're about to get very, very busy with your day if you open in about, uh, what, 40 minutes, I guess? Um, um, yeah, I've already been doing a bit to get ready, so, yeah, it should oh, be Oh, I've been doing a little bit. Ta- have you been to doing some tasting as well? Oh, no, oh, no, just, <laughs> just restocking the shelves. <laughs> there we go. Well, look, I hope you have a great day. I hope it's lovely weather. I hope you get swamped and sell lots of beautiful wine, but um, but do try and keep a 2018 uh, handy for me. And uh, apart from that, we'll, uh, we'll be in touch in the future. I look forward to getting down there at some point. Jill, Simon, and yeah, happy new year to all of your listeners. Thank you. Thank you so much, Adam. Same to you, Adam. Thank you. Okay. Chat later, mate. See you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Adam Cash from Sutton Grange.